Today's episode definitely looks different. Now, you guys wouldn't know this because you're not here recording with me. Makes sense. And you can't see me. Makes sense. Now, this also might sound different. So at this point, you're probably asking, well, why might it look different? And why might it sound different? Well, I'll tell you why. I'm currently sitting in my car recording today's episode. It's not a big deal. I don't mind. It's a nice day. It's St. Patrick's Day. The weather's getting warmer. But the main reason why I'm outside recording in my car is because I have two dogs, little dogs, that are so loud they don't shut up. And they're constantly barking at anything, person, dog, male, lady, whoever, that goes past this house. So if you hear the occasional bird chirp or maybe a car drive by, just know that, hey, I am currently outside sitting in my car and it's nice out and I don't mind doing this. So you know what? Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to Motor City Hardball, presented by Blue Wire Hustle. On today's episode, we're talking about Akil Badu and Michael Fulmer. Akil Badu, what a great name. And that guy's got some great hair. In case you haven't heard or noticed or seen... The Tigers have this new addition to the team. He's an outfielder. He is a true lefty, center fielder. His name is Akil Badu. Now, the Tigers got Akil Badu in the Rule 5 draft, and this was back in December. And if you don't know what the Rule 5 draft is, let me explain it to you, because it can be a little bit confusing. So this is according to MLB.com. This is their definition. Held each December, the Rule 5 draft allows clubs without a full 40-man roster to select certain non-40-man roster players from other clubs. Players signed at age 18 or younger need to be added to their club's 40-man roster within five seasons or they become eligible for the Rule 5 draft. Not every club will make a selection, but those that do pick a player have to pay $100,000 to the club from which said player was selected. Uh, Rule 5 draft picks are assigned directly to the drafting club's 26-man roster and must be placed on outright waivers in order to be removed from the 26-man roster in the subsequent season. Okay, so the definition continues to go on, uh, and it's definitely a little bit confusing. So, essentially, what happens is this. So, the Tigers selected Badu from the Minnesota Twins. If... Badu does not make the 26-man roster this season, the Tigers send him back to the Minnesota Twins. So let's forget about money for a second and the the business side of things. Let's just look at it from a straight-up baseball perspective. So if Akil Badu does not make this team, then he goes back to the Minnesota Twins because that's where the Tigers selected him from. So this is where things get interesting, because at the beginning of the spring training season, uh, we had Akil Badu, and no one really knew that much about him. He actually uh, missed all of last season due to uh, an injury and surgery, so he spent some time rehabbing, and you know no one really knew who this guy 
was when I heard the news about this draft, about picking Akil Badu, I thought the first thing that came to mind was, wow, what a really cool name. And I left it at that. I didn't do any research. Uh, I didn't look to see who this guy was, where he was from. I figured, you know, at some point down the line within the next couple of years, this might have an impact, but I was wrong. Um, and honestly, I, I just, I wasn't really that educated on the rule five draft. Um, Victor Reyes was a Tigers rule five pick, uh, back in 2018, I believe. And that's interesting because now he's quote unquote in his prime. Um, we saw him with some great production last season. Uh, but what I didn't know was during his spring training, uh, his basically his quote unquote spring training season, when it came to do the Tigers, add him to the roster, or send him back to the team where he came from, he had a horrible spring, yet the Tigers added him to the roster. So this is where we stand now. Uh, Akil Badu was, or is, you know, on this team, the beginning of spring training, and, uh, you know, we, we don't really get a good look at him until spring training starts. So if you haven't heard, this guy has been raking. Uh, if we take a look at his stats, he's got nine hits, so he's nine for 23. Uh, he has two doubles, three homers, seven RBIs. He's got a stolen base. But here's the key is that he's walked eight times. He's got a really good eye, and he is young. And this guy really, he reminds me a lot of Randy Arena in the sense that you don't want to make a mistake like the Cardinals did by trading a Rosarena uh, to the Rays. And then you see the production that a Rosarena had this postseason, uh, the end of the regular season, and obviously in the World Series for Tampa Bay. Now, it's not like the Cardinals knew that a Rosarena was going to flat out rake and take the baseball world by storm in the postseason. They didn't know that. But this is the thing, is if the Tigers do not add Badu to this roster. He goes back to Minnesota. Now, the Twins are obviously in the American League Central. So how tough would it be to see the Tigers give up on this guy, send him back to Minnesota? Let's say he ends up being one of their starting outfielders for the Twins, and he's just raking. The problem with that is the Tigers obviously wish they could take that one back because they essentially prepped him for the major leagues. You know, he went through the Tigers spring training, hit well, performed great, and then he is doing this at the major league level for a team that is in the same division as the Tigers. We don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. And I think that this guy has so much potential. He's 6'1", he's a true lefty. Uh, center fielder. He's got some speed. And I just, I don't see how you can give up on him. The problem is, is that if the Tigers add him to the roster, you now have a five-man outfield. Uh, you have Victor Reyes, Jacoby Jones, Robbie Grossman, Noir Mazzara, and Akil Badu. Now, before Badu even came into the picture, the Tigers needed some help in the outfield. That was when they went and they signed Robbie Grossman, and they added Nomar Mazzara. Two deals that I, I still really like. 
I think we're going to get a lot of production from both of those guys. Obviously, at the time that those free agent moves were made, the Tigers didn't know that Akil Badu would be this uh, standout player looking to make a name for himself in spring training. They, they didn't know that. They didn't see that coming. Uh, AJ Hinch says that having this five-man outfield, but this potential five-man outfield, uh, is a welcome problem. According to an article by Jason Beck, who is a MLB.com beat reporter covering the Tigers, uh, Jason says the Tigers might have to carry five outfielders and one utility infielder to make it work. If not, they might have to send down Reyes at a time when he's arguably entering his prime years. But with what Badu has shown, the idea of sending him back, which seemed the likely scenario when spring training began, now seems crazier. So I think this is an interesting point, and I like AJ's uh, opinion on this, saying that this is a welcome problem, because I agree. And at the same time, you have this quote-unquote busy outfield. Robbie Grossman's going to start every day. I mean, he's going to be in the leadoff spot. Uh, Nomar Mazzara, questionable in terms of him being the everyday starter for this team. And the same thing with Jacoby Jones, uh, with Jones being the starting center fielder. And we know his history of injuries. And unfortunately, at so many times when it looks like Jacoby Jones has this potential to be, uh, you know, an all-star outfielder, not only defensively, because we know how good he is with the glove, but also at the plate. Uh, Every time that he gets hot, he gets hit and he's injured and he's out for the season. Uh, Obviously, you can't predict that. And you want to have, uh, you know, some space on the bench uh, to to fill his role if needed. Uh, And then you have Victor uh, Victor Reyes, who, like Jason says, is quote unquote in his prime years. uh, And you don't want to, I guess, waste those prime years and those prime at bats so the question is do you have five guys uh, that you rotate in and out of the outfield every day Uh, at the same time you know if someone's hot let's say Nomar Mazzara is gets on this this crazy uh, you know power streak he's he's really producing at the plate because last season with the White Sox in the shortened six game season he had one homer all season long but this guy's got 150 plus career homers uh, and he hasn't been in the major leagues for that long so he's got a lot of potential when it comes to power um, but I like I like this thought of having these choices um, and these options because like I said you know the history with Jacoby Jones and, uh, you know, him battling and dealing with injuries um, and trying to stay healthy. Obviously, Victor Reyes isn't guaranteed to have a great season. Uh, and you're not promised that pretty much really with anyone. I mean, you're not guaranteed that Robbie Grossman's going to have a great season or Jones or Mazar, you know, etc. So I like this thought of having Badu because he's young and he's excited. I mean, he wears number 24 for Willie Mays. Uh, he, in, in an article that I read, I mean, he, a lot of what he does, uh, at the plate and what he learns from is watching some of these, you know, classic great hitters, some of the greatest hitters of all time, Willie Mays, Ken Griffey Jr. He, he watches their videos, uh, and tries to learn and take in from 
what they did at the plate. Now, obviously, that's not a reason to be like, this guy's awesome because he's trying to learn from some of the game's best. We got to add him. You know, anybody, any player can do that. Um, But I just think that he has a lot of potential. He's got some speed. And he's just a unique all-around, like, we don't know what what he could produce. We don't know what he could do. At the same time, you know, it's spring training, and I've made this argument before a couple episodes ago as to whether or not spring training stats matter. You know, is that important? Is that something to really consider uh, if a player is cold or if a player has a really good spring? You know, what does that mean when it comes to the regular season? And with Akilah Badu, it's totally, at this point, a crapshoot, but his playing ability and his production so far has more so favored uh, this, has more favored a reason for A.J. Hinch and the Tigers to add him to the roster because I would hate to see him go back to the Twins, produce like crazy, be the next best thing to come out of nowhere, and at the end of the day, it's like the Tigers had him, and we could have turned him into this, you know, crazy, add him to the the future of talent, of young stars and potential that is already flowing within this team's, uh, you know, youth and uh, minor league organization. Obviously, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, the list goes on. And to have a guy like Badu come out of nowhere and be the next best thing, would be really uh, a welcomed surprise and uh, would look great for this team. At one point in time, it looked like Michael Fulmer was the next face of this franchise. It looked as if he was the next quote-unquote Justin Verlander, the ace of the future for the Tigers, one of baseball's bright stars, and we haven't seen a single glimpse of that since his uh, 2017 season. That was when he was an all-star, his sophomore season in the major leagues. Uh, He won the Rookie of the Year uh, when he was a rookie, and Michael Fulmer really was a great pitcher. And for so many reasons, he was young. He obviously had a, a bright future, it seemed at the time. Uh, fastball that touched 98, 99 miles an hour. He had great movement on all his pitches, slider, changeup. He looked like a guy who came out of nowhere and was going to be the next best thing for the Tigers. Unfortunately, he's dealt with several injuries. Uh, he had three surgeries. From 2017 to 2018 and 2019. In 2019, he had Tommy John surgery, and Fulmer just has not been the same uh, for so many reasons. His 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 command is is slipping. He's giving up such hard contact, uh, and his his velocity has dipped roughly six miles an hour. Uh, his fastball now averages anywhere from 91 to 93. Uh, back when, and you know, he used to be hitting 98, 99, even 100 miles an hour, lighting up the radar gun uh, right off the bat. That's not a great sign when your velo- average velocity dips about seven miles an hour. Uh, I And, you know, at this point, I'm just, I'm kind of losing patience. Um, there was 
a time where we had considered trading him, and uh, I wasn't exactly adamant on doing so because I just felt that he had he had a bright future um, with this team. But his numbers in 2018 were not great at all. I mean, the previous years in 2016 he was 11 and seven. Uh, in 2017, his all-star season, he was 10 and 12, but his ERA was great. I mean, his, the rookie of the year during his rookie of the year season, he had a three Oh six ERA 2017, he had a three, eight, three ERA. And obviously 2018 was when things started to change. He had a four, six, nine ERA. He was three and 12. Uh, he, he was giving us innings. I mean, he 132 innings pitched back in 2018. Um, what's interesting though, is that the home run ball was never really an issue. Uh, I mean, 16 homers given up, then 13 homers given up, 19 homers given up. But it's like all of a sudden, uh, and so far at least in, in spring training, his numbers are not great uh, by any means. And he's giving up a ton of hard contact. Uh, you know, I mentioned how he had three consecutive seasons and obviously uh, three consecutive seasons with surgeries and you got to give him a break, I guess, because he is fresh off of Tommy John and you will see a lot of times when guys come back from Tommy John that, uh, you know, at first it can be a bit of a struggle, but uh, within their second year post-surgery, which this would be the case for Fulmer, uh, they start to get a feeling uh, back to how things were prior to their injury. So is that the case with Fulmer so far? No. Uh, and his velocity, his dip in velocity is proof of that. Uh, in his second start this season against the Blue Jays, their average exit velocity off of Fulmer averaged 98.7 miles an hour. It's one thing to struggle as a pitcher when you're losing uh, your velocity on pitches and your ability to have good control uh, and you're giving up a lot of home runs. But when you add in this uh, factor of guys are hitting the ball extremely hard against you, that's not a good sign. Uh, he pitched against the Yankees yesterday. He threw 63 pitches. 32 of those 63 were balls. Uh, he's struggling to find the strike zone and he's giving up a lot of homers. He hit two batters yesterday. So it's it's tough because I feel bad because it's hard to critique a guy who's really been through hell and back, to say the least. I mean, coming off a of Tommy John surgery and uh, since 2018 really hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, and he's dealing with these injuries and he's in the gym and he's rehabbing and he's trying to get back to his normal self. But he doesn't even feel like he is his normal self. In another article published by uh, Detroit Tigers beat reporter Jason Beck from yesterday, Fulmer talked about his his outing against the Yankees, uh, and he's talked a little bit about his his spring training as a whole. Uh, Fulmer said, let's be honest, I'm a different pitcher than what I was a few years ago. There's no denying that, and I'm trying to learn kind of on the fly, just just trying to learn sequencing and the ins and outs and ups and downs of different quadrants of the strike zone that I'm usually not working on. I feel like I'm competing for a job. We've got so much depth in the starting pitching department. I want to be able to earn a spot. Nothing's given in this organization. So Fulmer himself, you know, feels this way in, in terms of his, his ability to, his, his, him struggling and just the fact that he's trying to 
uh, work his way back to what he used to be. And he knows that right now he's going through it. And, I, you know, I do feel for him. The Tigers did go ahead and they added some veteran pitching depth to this rotation with uh, Jose Urena and Julio Tehran, both of those guys uh, battling for a spot in this rotation. They also have Derek Holland, who's having himself a really good spring. So at this point for Fulmer, who, you know, a couple years ago looked like the face of the future, is now struggling and competing for a spot in this rotation. I think he might be better off suited in the bullpen. And maybe you have this rotation of Boyd, Turnbull, Scooble, uh, Urena, or Casey Mize, and Daniel Norris. There's also the argument, too, as to whether or not both Scooble and Mize will get the call uh, this season to be in the pitching rotation. That remains to be seen. But at the end of the day, for Fulmer, he knows of this, this young talent uh, that looms in the shadows of the farm system. And if he doesn't get a hold of things quickly, if he doesn't get back to the player that he used to be, uh, I don't see a, really a future for him in this rotation. Uh, you know, spring training is this opportunity for him to, to prove himself that he is capable of uh, at least showing us a glimpse of what he, those two bright seasons he had in Detroit uh, and and show that he is worthy of this comeback and a spot in the starting rotation. But if we don't see anything like that change, at least in spring training, uh, let alone the first month or so of the regular season, I don't think Fulmer is going to be around much longer. Um, and I, it's tough too because if you trade him, it's not like you're going to get a great return because he's <laughs> injury prone. He hasn't proved himself yet. Uh, and what would make matters worse, obviously, is if you do trade him and a year or so or less down the road later, he comes back to his his normal self, his rookie of the year season. Uh, you know, he really does prove himself again, but with another team. That would be a tough blow for the Tigers, and it's possible. But at this point, I mean, how much time can we sit here and say, Fulmer's going to come back, he's going to be his normal self, uh, and really help this team win I just don't see it at this point and frankly I'm losing a little bit of patience I wish him the best and I, I hope that he can come back and prove himself worthy but we keep giving him chance after chance and yes it's spring training does this really count uh, in Fulmer's case yes I believe his showing you know the the numbers that he's producing in spring training that matters because he's trying to return uh, and, and be back from rehab and all these injuries. And uh, I just, I'm starting to lose patience. And if he can't return to his old self, I think it's time to give up on him. So that about does it for today's episode. If you feel strongly about my opinions on today's episode, feel free to reach out to me uh, on Twitter at B underscore Rothenberg. You can follow me on Instagram uh, and message me in that way at Brandon underscore Rothenberg. Uh, I definitely like to get in touch, and uh, if you you know feel strongly opinion, opinionated on how I feel, I would love to talk to you and possibly even have you on the show uh, to discuss a couple things. But new episodes come out every Wednesday at three o'clock. I hope you guys enjoy your St. Patrick's Day and enjoy your weekend. And I'm Brandon Rothenberg. We'll see you guys next week on Motor City Hardball.